This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sometimes the text line will blow you away. The Jay Southland Toe Service text line. From the 9-1-3, Allen's win against the Ravens was not impressive. Their defense and special teams won that game. From the 9-1-3, Allen has to earn it. Mahomes has. And then you get this one. Something I've heard a lot of talk about is the Chiefs beat the Bills in 1966 to win the AFL championship to play the Packers in Super Bowl I. I bet if this happens, you'll hear about it. I'm the first one to point it out. Just remember, thank you for your time. And then you get this one from the 816. Hey, Dusty, love your voice. You have a very cool voice, K-E-W-L. I'm an older chick, not trying to be nasty. I hope you are nasty. I like nasty. I can get nasty. I hope the Chiefs get nasty in this game today. Someone who was nasty on their rap this week was was a friend of mine who hosts the show Cody and Gold, 10 to 2. You just heard Bill Moss joins him every Monday, 11 a.m., Cody Tapp joins us now. Mr. Tapp, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? You know, I'm doing well. Did you hear the text that I just got on the text line, the Jay Southland Toe Service text line? Cool. K-E-W-L is what you used to write in, like, yearbooks when you'd put, like, yeah. uh, you know, have a kick-ass summer, right? You couldn't put it that way because the parents would be on you, but yeah, K-A-K-A-S, my friend. Were you ever one of those guys that, like, X'd out people that you didn't like? I didn't, but I wouldn't have called that uncommon amongst people I knew. So I'm not saying I didn't. I think I mostly just uh, I mostly just left the pages blank or didn't seek them out. I think in that case. Well, that's good. At least you're nicer than I was. I had definitely ruined like six yearbooks that my my kind parents paid so much money for. Now I think about it, I think <laughs> I don't know I don't I don't know what's a worse investment: a Letterman's jacket or just literally a yearbook or a high school class ring. I'll never wear that st- that class ring ever again in my life. Thankful I didn't get into that. I don't have a letter. Like, I lettered, but I, did, I don't have a letter jacket, and I didn't get a class ring. I do have a few yearbooks floating around, but I'd say more anymore my wife's than mine. It's just fortunate we went to high school together, so if I want to look back through the pages, I can still do so. Cody, give me your, give me your main reasoning on why people want to put Josh Allen in the same class as Mahomes already. I think it's just the desire to find somebody who is his counterpart in the AFC. Like, they, they miss that, like, Brady-Manning runs, or even Roethlisberger really gave that trio 
you know, was was really a trio there for a while, where those three guys accounted for 90% of the trips to the Super Bowl out of the AFC for a 20-year run. And I think in the absence of all of those guys, because Roethlisberger isn't that anymore, they're looking for the guy who's going to punch back at Mahomes. And Allen, this is the same thing they try to do with Lamar Jackson, obviously. He was a second-year player, got his MVP, and there was probably more reason to believe it at that stage because, of, you know, like the MVP and some of the things he did. But I think they're just looking for somebody to go up against him and because Josh Allen had the, the second-best year in the AFC and made it to the title game. People want to start putting him on that level. But, I mean, it's just, you know, three straight years of watching Mahomes do what he's done. How can you tell me that because Josh Allen figured it out for this year, and he's been great this year, I'm not trying to deny that, but in the three years of the league, he's been great once. The other two, he's been fine. How can you tell me that he's in the same company? It's it's very tough. Um, it's just you just look at resumes and then you do what we always say to each other, the say it out loud test, and it just doesn't make sense because trust me, I get it. I'm all about rivalries. I'm I'm all about more hate in sports, more love in the world. When it comes to Josh Allen and it comes to Patrick Mahomes, I think there could be a rivalry there because it all started with a cute little I'm gonna throw the ball further than you type of thing. Sure. But Cody, um, when we get into this game, I have a conversation that comes on the backside of this. If, in fact, the Chiefs can win a third Super Bowl and this young man can have a nice game and a nice little legacy built, do you put Tyron Matthew in the top five defensive players in Chiefs history? Because the four I have above him, obviously no one will ever touch Derek Thomas. That is, that's just, that's never going to happen. And then you have Bobby Bell, Willie Lanier, Buck Buchanan, and then I think that if they can get to a second Super Bowl in a row, win it, and do it under the links of this defense driven by Tyron Matthew and, you know, among others, but obviously we know who the alpha dog is on the defense. Does he get put in the top five of defensive players all time in Kansas City? Who Probably. I mean, I, you know, I would say I'd like to see him here maybe for another contract in Kansas City, just if you just talk about his legacy year. But the entirety of his NFL career, I think sometimes people don't think of Matthew as that kind of player, but... He's been, you know, he's a multi-time All-Pro in his time in Kansas City, which is not an easy honor. He was on the All-Decade team, which, again, not an easy honor. That's an incredible honor. Those are the kind of things they follow when they do Hall of Fame path. And if you're telling me behind Mahomes and Reed and, you know, Travis Kelsey, who will no doubt, without question, be in the Hall of Fame one day, the next closest guy on the list for Kansas City is Tyron Matthew. And so he racks up two rings in his time in Kansas City and he's been great defensively. He was so good, so good last week. And so, I mean, if he piles that up, how are you making an argument for it? They've had some other good defensive players, obviously, but some of those guys left, or some of those guys were good players on teams. You know, like if Derek Johnson was on this team, like if he was a part of these Super or, you know, Derek Johnson, if he was on these teams running to the Super Bowl, we might feel differently about Derek Johnson's career. But because he was on teams that didn't go anywhere in the playoffs while leading the entire team in tackling. Maybe we'd mention his name. Being on Super Bowl teams holds more weight, Dusty, so you're probably right. He probably would be in that ranking. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I just, I get it. Like, there's just, I guess rings hold more weight, obviously, when it comes to legacies, and I just think the way that Tyron Matthew has built it in, it's just one of those types of things that you just... You look back and you think about it, you change the face of a defense that was always the biggest question when it came to the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, the offense was always there from the early 2000s with Priest Holmes and all those guys, and there was never a defense, and then the Mahomes against the Rams and all this type of stuff, and then now all of a sudden the defense has a face and an attitude, and it's all because of 32, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, they made – and you look at, like, Justin Houston can still play. He was really good in Houston this year. Eric Bieniemy or in Indianapolis this year. Obviously, Eric, uh, Eric Berry hasn't played um, since that time he left. But they went from the worst defense in the league and not particularly close to top ten scoring defense essentially over the last two seasons. So how am I supposed to argue that he's not the face of that? Chris Jones has been great, and I would say you should be giving him – Almost, if not this, you know, like this close to the same amount of credit as Tyron Matthew. Frank Clark was great in the postseason, but has had two pretty, you know, regular seasons over the last two years. But it's, it was, you know, Clark and Matthew's appearance in there that was different. And Matthew was the bigger deal than Clark. So, like, all the pieces put together, Chris Jones was there before. He just needed kind of like a counterpunch so that he could continue to dominate, too. So, I mean, he, he single-handedly, you know, not single-handedly, but Tyron Matthew changed the way they approached defense. But I would say Spags did, too. He at least started making adjustments, and that was something Bob Sutton never did. Cody, Pete Sweeney here, first time, long time. Okay. Just uh, was curious. <laughs> oh, I, just I, hold I, the I know you, you were man. talking Chiefs, but you do have this baking hobby, and I was just wondering, what are the three okay. keys to uh, getting ready to, to make a good bake? What are the three keys? Uh, measure, don't, instead of measure, yeah, clear, weigh, yeah, right? Measure, yeah. So, Get a scale. scale. You don't want to like if you're gonna bake, you don't want to measure it with a cup. Got That's it. the American way. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Weigh it. Right. Get all your ingredients out ahead of time, and right. then read through the recipe. Flour and do the that a couple times. You're good. Roller. Just follow through. You're you're square. Thank you. Well, that's Pete Sweeney. That's just that's awesome. Is he actually did ambush this show, which is what he likes to do. He's done it before on previous uh, programming, and now he's doing it again here. So that's fine. Cody, we did it with everybody else. Fesco's got the game, thirty-eight to two, of course. Uh, Kling has it 34-30. to 30. What's your prediction for today's game? I'm exactly on Kling's side. Having not heard his score, my prediction on Friday and stands after we got the injury report, like it looks like Watkins probably not going to go, but everybody else we thought was going to is. I've got the Chiefs 34-30. I just think that it can't possibly be like it was the first time. I don't think they can hold the Bills down quite that way, but I don't think the Bills can hold the Chiefs down you know, on the scoreboard quite the way they did the last time either. So... I think a game in the 30s, Dusty, 34-30. What are you eating for today's game? Are you baking anything or are you doing any wraps today or anything like that? I don't no, mean no by wraps, wraps with an R. I mean with a W. <laughs> uh, no wraps with a W. A barbecue is on the agenda. We're going to go full Kansas City. Where you? Oh, nice. All right. Well, enjoy that food. Enjoy the time with the family. And, Cody, uh, everyone can hear you tomorrow, 10 to 2. You'll have Bill Moss at 11. And uh, enjoy this third straight home AFC championship game today with the Chiefs versus the Bills. Appreciate it, Dusty. Thanks for having me. Thanks again, Cody. Um, great, to I, have, great to have Cody on the, the line, isn't it? I just don't know what in the hell you're doing. Well, You I, told me you were going to call me, if anything, yeah, not coming I, to the studio. I, you know what? I heard you were on the air, and you know, usually you nowadays— on the air. You got the text. Yeah, nowadays, me and you are on together, and usually it's much earlier. So a little, little later in the day, can see the light, the sun's out. It is an overcast, but the, a lot lighter. Than it usually is. The right. only thing that's saving your ass, Pete, is that you brought me an 18 pack of Miller High Life, which is amazing because you lost a bet last week, and I can't wait to drink these in front of you on the air. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but we will talk to Pete about a bunch of things now that he's here. Uh, Andy Reid's legacy, plus what we talked to Cody about with Tyron Matthew. Back in 610 Sports Radio, Championship Sunday Edition Sports Radio. So far, none of you know this yet. 
But we have to have everybody on here that represents 610 Sports Radio throughout the week. That's what we want to do today. I want to get everybody's prediction, just like they do in the NFL Network, ESPN, where they put the little graphic on the bottom of the screen and they put a little uh, Chiefs or Buffalo and then a score. Bob Fesco, 38-2 Chiefs. Josh Klingler, 34-30 Chiefs. Cody Tapp, 34-30 Chiefs. You're seeing a trend start. It's not bias, it's just intelligence. Somebody who has a lot of intelligence, I believe, is Alex Gold. He joins us next. He do he does 610 Sports Radio 10 to 2 every single day. Remember Bill Moss Monday at 11. Mr. Gold, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing great, man. The bar of intelligence is he- is set very very high it sounds like based off of the uh, the predictions that are out there. Yeah, it's actually not. Um I was just trying to be nice, but you're joining <laughs> us now on the Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling Hotline. Alex Gold, first off, what are you doing for the game today? Yeah, so I actually a little bit later on, I'm heading over uh, to watch the game with some family. Uh, kind of trend we've been doing throughout the, the playoffs, and we'll be hanging out uh, with the family watching this one. And uh, I'm still working on finding out what the, the spread is going to be over there. I'm very concerned. I suggested smoked wings. I was told that's an absolute no-go because they're playing the Bills. I said, well, it's like you're eating the wings. I don't know why it's a huge deal, but I'm told we're not allowed to have wings come 540 or so. Well, Cody said he's having barbecue, so I feel like you should probably go on that, that type of train. That's um, always good. I've also seen what kind of chips you eat. You like the Tostitos plain <laughs> regular chips. So I feel like your ceiling for food today is not very high. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, you, you just give me some chips, uh, a little queso, and like even just some other snacks, and I'm probably good to go. I don't know how hungry I'll be come kickoff. I'll be a, I, I'm loose, and I'm, and I'm feeling good and not nervous about the game right now, but it's also only 11.15 or so. I think when we get closer to 540, I'll, I'll get a little nervous about this one. What are you watching for in today's game? Yeah, I, I really think I, I want to see how the Chiefs' secondary does, in particular with Stephon Diggs. So, like, we know week six, and I know Josh Allen only had 122 yards passing and everything like that, but I, I throw out a lot of what happened in week six for both, both teams, by the way. And so, like, Stephon Diggs' performance, I think we've seen throughout the year what, what kind of wide receiver he is. So I don't view his, what, 58-yard receiving total from the first go-around is anything. I want to know, can Kansas City stop Stephon Diggs from going? I think it's now six out of his last eight games of over 100 yards. So is it going to be Bashad Breeland drawing that assignment? Is it going to be Legereus Sneed? Are they going to rotate it around? I think Bashad Breeland being good to go today is just massive for this team because it allows them to, to be as effective in terms of the uh, overall the creativity we've seen from Spags with Tyron Matthew, for example, a big reason why I think Tyron Matthew the last seven games or so has played like the Tyron Matthew from the back half of last year is because he's been given that flexibility once again because they've had some stability from the other spots in the secondary. Who has a bigger impact when this game is over today? Is it going to be Legereus Sneed or Frank Clark? Man, I, I want to say Frank Clark. I've been on the whole Frank Clark, let's wait till playoff Frank shows up, but this is it, right? I mean, like, at some point, I can't keep going back to it. So I, I, I'm going to go and say it's probably going to be Legereus Seed we're talking about. And, and that's a good thing, by the way, if it is. He's played fantastic. But, you know, Frank Clark, unfortunately, it just hasn't been there at all this year. It wasn't there last week. Can he get on the stat sheet? Can we see a forced fumble? Can we, can we see a sack? Uh, if it doesn't happen today, it's just even if the Chiefs win, I don't think anybody should expect playoff Frank anymore. All right, Mr. Gold. Uh, it's that time. you got to join your camaraderie of fans that do shows every day, Monday through Friday. What's the prediction of the game? So I do think this is high scoring. I know the weather people have kind of 
talked about it. it could that impact the game? It's, it's cloudy. Maybe there's going to be some precipitation. I think it's a high-scoring game. Patrick Mahomes, he convinced me on Friday in his press conference to think that, you know what, this is going to actually be one of their higher output of scoring throughout the year. I think it's Kansas City 42-32 over the Buffalo Bills, and we're headed to back-to-back Super Bowls and headed down to Tampa for the Chiefs. Good hell, 74 total points. I like that. That's a lot of action. That gets you, that gets you really going. Yeah, I do think Josh Allen, let's say, let's look at them for a second real quick. Like, people have talked about Josh Allen, and now the comparisons of him and Mahomes are ridiculous, but he's still a top-five quarterback this year, at least, in football. And I do think they'll be able to move the ball a hell of a lot better than they did the first go-around. Like, just nothing from week six I, I take from it. Kansas City's not going to run it 40-plus times for 240. Josh Allen's not going to be held to 122 through the air. I do think the Bills get to that 30 mark, and, and I bumped it up a little bit to 32. Crazy things happen. I like it. We'll get sports horny today, Alex. I appreciate the time. And, I, uh, you know, you're going to have to tweet out a picture now of the food because you left the people in anticipation for the rest of the day. So, I'll, I'll let you know when I know, man. I'll find out probably in about four hours. I honestly am curious what it's going to be, too. Yeah, man, enjoy the family, enjoy the game, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. All right, thanks, man. Take care. Alex Gold, you can hear him every day, 10 to 2. Cody and Gold. Uh, Bill Moss, again, at 11 o'clock tomorrow. And, Bill Moss is always a little bit more special after a Chiefs win. Someone else who will be a little bit more special after a Chiefs win will be my guy now in studio and uh, voice text message friend as well, Pete Sweeney. Right, uh, yeah, that's me. That's right, man. We, uh, we're, mm. we're at that point, yeah. right? Speaking of somebody who might be at that point, we talked about this on the Run It Back show on Friday. Right, 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Monday to Friday. Nice plug. God, Thank that, you. That's why we do this, Grant. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why we're here. Doing it well. He, he even smells nice. Is that Curve? Yeah, so you know, typically on the five to six show, I'm rolling out of bed. I don't, yeah, there's I don't, no cologne. I don't time. do any prep, but I mean, look at it. What is the time is it now? Eleven twenty-one. Plenty of time to splash on some fragrance, and I did that for you today. I feel like you're a two type of cologne guy, like a spray mist, and then you hit the neck. You know, you nailed me. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, and you're you're just uh, wanting to serve me up here. But I I, I do. do I've I've this is a tip for for the guys, and you can use it. I'm not going to tell you my exact uh, fragrance combo here. But if you use two different colognes and you find some that kind of fit together, really hard to replicate that. So yeah. you have a unique smell. That's what I have going. That's what I do. Um, Pete, speaking of a unique smell, uh, the honey badger, a little sweet, a little nasty. <laughs> you like <laughs> he that? He is. <laughs> Not sweet and salty. He's sweet. Nope. He's sweet and nasty. Right. That's what he is. No doubt about it. Um, so let's get real. Okay. If the Chiefs can win back-to-back Super Bowls and they can do it the way they've beat the Browns, and the way that they kind of brought it into the season last year where they kind of gave up some points early, and then it was just shut down central. Yeah. Is Tyron Matthew a top-five player in Chiefs history for the defensive side? Yeah, I think so. Uh, If you repeat as Super Bowl champions and then you're in the mix next year, which they should be, and and here on out for years because of Patrick Mahomes, then you, you got to start looking on the other side of the football because it's it's such a three-unit type of, of game football. And, and Tyron Matthew, clearly the leader of what is going to be this era. And as they rack up conference title trips, he has to start getting into the conversation. Chiefs have some really, really great players in their history. But, I mean, how many could say they've won multiple championships? Like, none of them, right? Because of, right. they've been so far apart. And so... Now this era, if they are able to get that done, you know, having two Super Bowl wins, a lot of these guys will be considered for that. I think the other thing too is that like when you bring up the other guys like Thomas, Lanier, Buchanan, Bell, those guys all had like a tenacity to them or like a characteristic that sticks out 
Like, obviously, no one will ever touch Derek Thomas when it comes to Chiefs yeah. defensive greatness. Like, I just truly can go to my, my grave saying that. I don't think anybody will touch 58. My thing to you is Tyron Matthew has that character. Like, he has that type of bullheadedness. Like, I watched the, I think it was like a seven-minute clip of him being, like, wired up in that Chiefs game against the Browns. Mm. And it's stuff like that, like, that you love to see. Like, there's the playfulness. There's the seriousness. There's also, like, the hype within there. And then there's, like, the dog. Like, when he tackled Kareem Hunt and kind of gave him, like, a little shove and just was like, now what? Keep talking. Like, it was, like, that <laughs> kind of stuff you love to see. And that, to me, is what builds characteristics around this defense because, like I said earlier, this is a team that's been always haunted by what if they had blank, and it's always been what if they had a defense? What right. if they had, like, you remember the, the Rams-Chiefs game that was 54-51, and everyone said, well, if the Chiefs had a defense. Yeah. They would have gone this much better record-wise. They would have probably gone to the Super Bowl. They would have had a chance to stop Tom Brady because in that AFC Championship game, it was D. Ford being offsides that brings everybody back to the negative moment. And then ever since then, the Badger comes to Kansas City, and it's completely changed. Yeah, and and people will find anything to pick on, right? Because they're not they're no longer saying, oh, Kansas City needs defense. Now, if you watch these national programs, NFL Network, ESPN, and sports shows, it's and can they win a game definitively? Well, why does it matter when the starters have won 24 of 25? I, I think that's a little bit overblown. And getting back to the Honey Badger, his career trajectory is really interesting when you look at it because he was a All-Pro in 2015, right? Took a four-year break. Typically, if someone made All-Pro and then didn't for four years, they're probably not being named an All-Pro again. So I, I think Kansas City has made him reinvent himself in his career. He now has back-to-back first-team All-Pros. He actually had a second-team All-Pro last year as well. It was a double All-Pro for two different positions. I think one had a defensive back position because he plays all over the field. This year, he's he's first-team All-Pro. Individually, he needs to continue that trend if he's going to be considered for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but this is certainly someone that is going to be in the Chiefs Hall of Fame, the Chiefs Ring of Honor. My favorite quality is not individual with Tyron Matthew. It's that he's able to bring up these younger players and have them play out of their mind. I've compared it to Madden in the past where Jarius Sneed, you know, entering the season before we knew, would probably have been, what, a 74-ish on Madden. But you have next to Tyron Matthew, all of a sudden he's approaching that like 79-80. And I think that's the same thing for guys like Charvarius Ward and Rashad Fenton. They're just better than they would have been if it not been for Tyron Matthew's good guidance. Juan Thornhill's another one, especially last year prior to his injury. Moving on from Tyron Matthew to Andy Reid real quick. Yeah. It's a real simple question. Doesn't need a lot of conversation. If Andy Reid does a three-peat, and these are, again, big ifs. He's got to win this year, plus he's got to win next year. If Andy Reid goes three in a row, is he considered the best coach to do it? Even mm-hmm. though Belichick has six, would have six over three, but Reid would do three in a row with so much in and the Phil, future. Phil Jackson. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is he considered the best to do it? I think he is. I, Still needs four or five or six? I think if you can get three in a, in, in a row, you're probably number two of all time, right? You're no pro- questions? No questions. Belichick will still own that, I think, un- unless you can get close to six. I, if he can get three in a row and I think get to five, and, and even if he doesn't get that sixth, that's when I think people will say no. Andy Reid and and how he was able to consistently do it will put him over the top. 
But what I will say is, and Andy Reid is really humble about this and, and never talks about it, I think he sees an ability to get to six. I really do, and I think that's why he signed up through uh, 2025 reportedly. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people prior to him doing that were like, well, why don't we hire Eric Bieniemy as the next coach? Well, I don't think Bieniemy wants to wait a decade to be a head coach. That, like, I, I think what Andy Reid sees in Patrick Mahomes is re- rejuvenation and that feeling that I think I finally have the guy. Like Michael Vick was good. Donovan McNabb was good. Um, Alex Smith, good. Patrick Mahomes is great. He's really great. He might be the best quarterback of all time. And Andy Reid, I think, as long as he's healthy, he'll be coaching. Next segment, we come back. We have to figure out which one of these Hall of Fame quarterbacks needs it more. And, 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 turf toe. Is it an issue? Back in 610 Sports Radio. I'm here. Pete Sweeney. He's also here. He collected the bet, though. That's I right. got I got 18 tall boys, a championship. No, those are champagne. Bo- those are bottles. I'm sorry, bottles. When the- I when I was at your house last week. Oh, that's right. Do you know about me and Miller High Life? Yeah, I you you were you were drinking High Life out of a can, and I oh, I, told, yeah. I know that I know that sometimes you got to use cans like in the parking lot at a tailgate, but and if you can get it out of a bottle, beer just tastes better out of a bottle. I don't even think that's a hot take. It's not, and glass is better than aluminum. And there you go. They say aluminum can cause Alzheimer's. You can get five cents back uh, a bottle if you bring that back to the, the grocer. I got about 95 cents I can collect after this game Sunday. I got to get a pack of gum. That's right. Just remember, uh, Pete and I will be up bright and early. Run it back show Monday through Friday. Running on fumes. Yeah, a lot of fumes. Uh, Monday through Friday, as long as the Chiefs are winning. That's, that's, I don't, I'm not rooting for the Chiefs because I come from Kansas City or I'm a Chiefs fan or that I hate Buffalo because I don't hate Buffalo. I have a new, I'll tell you the story off the air. What are you rooting rooting for Buffalo? Dude, okay. So the other job, I had a, I had a Bills Mafia table come in, like seven of them. Oh, my. Oh, all jerseys. And a, and a Jack, and a, and a, and a Kansas City staple barbecue Mm. restaurant. Okay. I just said a Jack snack. And yeah, <laughs> screwed that one up big time. Damn it. Come see me. Uh, and so I'm sitting there. I'm serving these people, and they're the nicest people in the world. Ever you've ever met? From a fandom. Like, I've had Raiders fans come in. I've had yeah. Chargers fans. I've had all types of fans, and they were the greatest. They literally said, we're here to spend money. We know what it's like to be a waiter. Tell us what to get. We'll take care of you. Wow. And they spent almost $200. What was it, like a 40% tip type deal? Higher. Higher, all right. And cash. Wow. So you're feeling pretty good. Money talks, man. You're feeling pretty good. You've been bought. Yeah. I bought them. This this, is what the million-dollar man did in the 80s. That's right. But here's here's how I left them hanging. I said, hey, thanks for your camaraderie. Thanks for everything tonight. Good luck Sunday. Let me get you a dessert because it's the last sweetest thing you're going to have while you're in Kansas City. Oh, wow. And they shook my hand. They even dapped me up. I've heard that. I went to school in in central new york and visiting folks that go see uh, the buffalo bills at the ralph usually treated really well in the parking lot and tailgating and stuff yeah and could talk to them about buffalo it's a it's a nice fan base it's the it's the anti-raiders fan base somebody from the text line the 816 did you guys say that tyron matthews a top five in chiefs history defensive chiefs history is where we're at not not no, player don't, don't get defensive about yeah. it okay um something we do need to discuss is i heard um one of our guys uh 
Therese Paler, fan of the show, friend of mine as well, they were talking about uh, the debate mm. of who needs it more. And I thought it was interesting because there's a lot of good points in this. This is a conversation you could probably spend 50 minutes on. But when it comes to Brady versus Rodgers, which is the NFC Championship game today, that, uh, yeah, the discount double check, what is it, the the Pat, what is it, the Pat package? That's no, not what it is. It's the Patrick Price. Ah. And, and, the, and the Rogers what? Rogers rate. Yeah, I'd want the Patrick package before I'd want the Rogers rate. We're just talking about it on the radio. What a, what a brilliant marketing scheme. Hello, Super Bowl. That's what I'm going for. And okay. we'll get into our picks a little bit later. There's another wager on the line. I wish it was what I wanted, but of course it's not. Um, who needs it more, Brady or Rogers? Because it sounds it's, obvious. Uh, it's not. It's Rogers. Is it? It is. What's Brady's narrative? He can only do it with Bill. Not no, th- he's gotten far enough. It, this is where, he, but everybody had Tampa here, right? No, not re- not everybody, not everybody. It was also a Drew Brees year. You know, there mm. were up and t- coming teams in the NFC. Uh, if you re- can remember this far back, it was supposed to be the Cowboys' big push to the Super Bowl. Well, unfortunately, Dak gets hurt. But still, I mean, you had the red rifle back there. Ugh. Really good weapons. I you mean, don't believe this. If you put their skill position players alone from the quarterback and you've had Kansas City's, I mean, it's close. I just think that there's a chance, there's a slight chance that Brady kind of needs this a little bit more because if he can do, what is it, Kurt Warner and Peyton Manning, the only two that have done it, that have gone to Super Bowls with, or there's obviously others, but with an AFC team, well, no. Kurt Warner did it with two NFC teams. Brady's going to try to do it with an AFC team and an NFC team. It just puts you in rarefied air when you're able to win multiple. I believe it's been only 12 to 13 quarterbacks that have won multiple Super Bowls. Right. And so... Has anybody won a Super Bowl with an AFC team and an NFC team? There's got to be at least one. I know that's bad notes by me, but I'm saying... That's why I put Brady in this category. because there's one that's obvious. If Brady wins, right... If Brady wins and goes to the Super Bowl, Brady will then solidify himself as the top dog, and it will be very hard to knock him off that pedestal. Like We talk about Andy Reid winning a couple rings, like three in a row, four, maybe five, and then he's up in the top with Bill Belichick. If Tom Brady goes to this Super Bowl and somehow can win the NFC Super Bowl side of things, plus win six with the Patriots, then where? Is it untouchable See, at that I'm, point? No, what I'm saying is I – I have this take where, and I, I believe this every year, and this is something that you know you even think about today as we go into Chiefs and Bills. When you get to the Final Four in the NFL, these teams are so good and they're so close. You know, you play, it's that type of thing where you play 10 times, one team wins six, one team wins four, maybe it's 5-5. Five, five, and that's what I mean. I To me, that has already been accomplished. He got back to the conference title championship Sunday without Bill. He's proven to me, you know, he didn't necessarily need Bill. Now, I caution people to say, well, Tom Brady's won that Tom-Bill thing. Tom was a free agent. He can pick his situation. He can pick his head coach. He can pick a good defense. He can pick the skill position players he was with. You can't just get a quarterback replacement. you know. And, and the choices weren't really that good for Bill Belichick. I want to see Belichick with a new quarterback of his choosing. I know they picked Cam Newton this year, but that was just almost forced until we see Bill Belichick with a quarterback, I think we should calm down on that. Now, that being said, Tom Brady was able to do it with another team. That's very, very hard and, and, and difficult to do. I think he's accomplished that. I need to see Aaron Rodgers win a second one. Just from a statistical standpoint, then suddenly you're in that rarefied air. 
So the answer is Rodgers. Yeah. Right? That's the answer. In my opinion. For sure. And I agree with this. Now, here's why. Aaron Rodgers, in order to get out of that conversation, because right now Aaron Rodgers is is in a group that is with a lot of other guys. Like Aaron Rodgers, to me, is in that group with Kurt Warner, Drew Brees, all great quarterbacks, all Hall of Fame quarterbacks. But if Rodgers wins two, then you're in the discussion with Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, probably Patrick Mahomes, and the list isn't as murky or as dark as it is where he's at right now. Like, Breeze is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Breeze has had a tremendous career, had a tremendous career. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is better than that. But until he can go to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl, then it's it because Mahomes is going to be in many more Super Bowls. I, I would bet my right arm on that. I believe Mahomes will be in a ton of Super Bowls moving forward in his career. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers' time, because time is undefeated and waits for nobody, Aaron Rodgers is running out of time, and he's not the youngest kid he was before. And I think that if he can get there, he then moves up a class. And there's nowhere above the class that he's trying to get into, but there's a lot of names that are in the class that he's in right now. And I feel like he knows it. We know it. A lot of people know it. He's better than everybody in that group. But until he can get there, he can't get there. And the age thing is interesting to me, too, because because Tom Brady is now playing – through 40 and he's 43 and he's playing at a high level. I right. mean, even last week I was watching some of those passes and, and man, that, he's still got some zip on that ball. And now that he's done it at 43, everyone's just assuming, well, everyone's going to be able to do no. it until 43. You know, Rogers is 37. You can't just take this outlier in Brady and say, Oh, he has six more years. If history tells you the majority of history, 99.9999, whatever, you know, that whatever symbol you would see in math class and, Percentage says he's probably got about two to three more years to do it, right? And you know how it is in Green Bay. It isn't as stable more recently uh, coming out of the Mike McCarthy era as it may be in other places. He's right there. He's got to get it done now, get back to the Super Bowl, and he has to win it. And so that's just how I feel. I, I don't think Brady needs to prove much more. He wants to. Right. It's, it's fun at this point. Well, it's just bonus. Right. I mean, the one thing that Brady proved to me is that he literally slapped Drew Brees in the face when he threw his son a touchdown after he beat his dad in an NFC title, or not a division game. Did you see that video? <laughs> I, I did. He threw a pass to his son, and then he hugged, <laughs> hugged his wife. In front of, his, in front of Drew. <laughs> That's when I knew and it was, it was perfect, over. It was the perfect pass. And he nailed it. He, not only did he yeah. let one son look better than the other, he then middle-fingered the father, right. which I know now those kids are not only have, do they have Patrick Mahomes jerseys, they're going to want a Tampa Bay Tom Brady jersey, then hugs the wife, then picks up the Louis V bag and flashes a peace sign and says, see you later, enjoy retirement, I'm still going. You saw the, the toe-drag swag by the, the baby breeze. Nasty. Yeah. Oh, Tom Brady, man. He, that, that made me like Tom Brady. I know there's a lot of people out there that are tired of Tom Brady. You keep throwing touchdowns to somebody else's kid and then hug their wife and then flash a peace sign with that gorgeous smile and a Louis V bag. You're in there for me. Coming up, we have to give our predictions with Pete Sweeney. Also, this is interesting from the text line, is Aaron Rodgers the same legacy as Big Ben right now or is Big Ben a better legacy than Aaron Rodgers? Back in, 610 Sports Radio Championship Day in Kansas City. AFC Championship game, 30 in a row. I know you guys are all used to it. Guys, ladies, kids, grandparents, 94. (laughs) 
big uh, big year last time the Chiefs and Bills played. Joe Montana was the quarterback versus Jim Kelly, and then it became Jim Kelly versus Dave Craig. I've now watched that game twice. Two times. Yeah, I was young as hell when that game first happened. How old, how old were you? Let's see. That would be me. I was six. Six, six years old. And I, I that's the first time I saw my father cry. Wow. Didn't even cry when I came into the world, but cried when Buffalo beat the Chiefs in the way they did. By the way, if you watch that game again, yeah. watch the hit that they put on Montana. The hits were different back then. I mean. It's a different game. Oh, my God. Montana, and I believe that was Joe Montana's last game ever. Um, but he was hit by a combination of three Buffalo players, one of them Bruce Smith, and one guy literally just comes in with the crown of his helmet and hits Joe in the head. Just old Joe, and then the rest of the game, he's out. Dave Craig comes I mean, in, that, and the Chiefs get blown out. It was pretty clearly a coaching point, and I think it was a coaching point more yeah. than it's believed to be. You know, we, we go into what happened in, in New Orleans with yeah, yeah. Greg Williams, and I I think that was hot, happening a, a lot of places. Oh, God, That yeah. was just that's, – that's like the tip of the iceberg. And the fact that you don't think it's still happening today is absurd. I guarantee you there's people out there. Bounty. that I, I, don't, a, I, I think I don't, there's a whisper in here like, hey, go make them know you're here. I don't think, yeah. I don't think it's, like, I don't think it's bounty. Like Greg Williams, Greg Williams used to say is hit, hit the head and the body will die. I don't hit. think it's to that point Jesus. anymore. But like today, today's for a perfect example, right. right? I think the cheat, or I'm sorry, I think the Bills will blitz the left side with Mahomes' turf toe. Right. And I think they're going to see if he can put pressure on it, see if he's still going to be able to be mobile. And I and I think that they're saying let's make sure we rough him up early. I mean that's not the same exact thing, and it shouldn't be ever be attack the head. But they're going to be tackling and going after that injury for sure. That's what concerns me because like at first I was playing it off like I think Mahomes is just going to play pissed. I talked to Mitch Holtis on Monday night and asked him if he played, and his response was, "Oh, he might. Pl- he's he probably going to play, and if he does, he's going to sling it." And and like the most Mitch Holtis like ready to go voice I've ever heard with, with a face to face conversation. My thing that concerns me is that, yes, Mahomes' arm is what makes him great, but what also makes him great is that arm plus the combination of being able to roll out, throw on the run, because it's not going to be his plant foot when he throws with the turf toe, but it's going to be that toe that leads his way when he comes out of the bootleg or the misdirection, and that's where I'm concerned. I don't think there's any designed runs today, and I, to me that's obvious. Oh, hell no. But right. I don't think he's just going to sit but, back and drop back. Yeah, but think, like, I'm I'm – I think it's going to be more like the Andy Reid calls that we saw. Think back to like the Alex Smith, initial Hill, and Thomas days where you have a lot of end-around ghost action type of let's get the defense off with our the, our skill position players more so than the quarterback needing to necessarily do it himself. How important does that make Daryl Williams today then? Because we know Le'Veon Bell's not playing. Le'Veon Bell, yeah, expected to be out. Clyde Edwards-Alaire should be back in the mix. You know, I, He's not 100%, I, I, I just had a buddy text me about this because everyone loves DFS now. They're like, well, what do you think about Daryl Williams? I still think Daryl Williams gets the first touch in this game. And Andy Reid said something about the hot hand in, in passing and, and last week. And, and if Daryl Williams comes out of the gates and he's running as angry as he did last week, I don't know how much Clyde will see. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Clyde's going to be suited up. He's going to be ready to go. He's active. But this is one of those games where, like, I didn't want the toe to get in my way. Like, I just, I, I just, it's weird when you think about this, but turf toe is just an interesting injury. It's one of those ones that you don't think about can affect you, but it's just one of those ones that when it, when stepped on just right, it can strike a nerve all the way up to the hip, which can then cause, you know, 
doubt in the mind. Again, I don't. I, we've never seen Mahomes really play injured per well, se, but this is one of those games where like the rollouts what makes me concerned. Yeah, well, receivers can't play on this injury, and running backs can't play on this injury. I mean, you saw, for example, I believe it was Devontae Adams last year missed right. like seven weeks. Antonio Gibson, as the Washington football team was in a playoff push, ended up missing four or five weeks with turf toe. Quarterbacking is a little bit different, but yes, it's going to make Patrick Mahomes a lot more stationary. And one of his, I would say, signatures is throwing on the run. I think he should be okay, but you'll see less of it. Somebody texted in from the 913, Rodgers has the same legacy as Big Ben right now. <laughs> Does Big Ben have a better legacy? Mm, I don't think so. Even with two rings? Mm. It always comes down to Super Bowls. Because Ben's never won an MVP, right? I feel like more people look at I feel like more people look at Rodgers as a better quarterback from the eye test. Uh, and I think I think having one ring is close enough to give him the edge over Big Ben. At least that's my opinion. I know <clears throat> excuse me, I know Big Ben has the the two rings, but like for example, this is how I feel. For example, if say Rogers was able to get a ring this year, there'd be no question it was better, right? So right. it's close right now. Deshaun Watson really going to the Jets? <laughs> no, he no. said that's where he wants to go. No. Not verbatim, but he said that's an interesting place. Houston, it, you know, the report is now that he wants out of Houston, no matter who the head coach is. That makes me feel differently about Eric Bieniemy. Um, I I I don't think I want him to get that Houston job any longer. If there was a scenario where Watson would stay, I think you want to have the quarterback in place. So, All right, let's do it. Chiefs Bills, what's your prediction? All right. I think that in these types of games, you always see the team do what they do best. I, I think the Bills pass the ball quite a bit and get a lot of their skill position players in, in as far as the younger tight ends, Stephon Diggs, their receivers – Going, I, I think the Chiefs do the same thing. Get the ball in the hands of guys like Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy, if he can play. I think it's a, a passing-heavy game, a shootout. Chiefs 38, Bills 31. 38, 31? Finally, finally a cover for the Kansas City Chiefs because I believe they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. That's fair. We move on to the NFC. This is where we make a bet again, right? Mm. Another 12-pack? Or do you want to shave into goatees? No, I don't want to do the goatee. Why don't you want to do the goatee? Because I expect the Chiefs to win. That's not why you want to do <laughs> and it. It's because you're on TV, damn it. I well, I'm just telling you, I don't want to do appearances with a goat. You should. <laughs> you should have a mask on anyway. Then you can just obviously wear the mask all the time. Travis Kelsey did a goat a little bit earlier this year. Look, didn't look He's too been bad. doing it all year. Didn't look too bad. Doesn't look too bad. He looks great. He could have literally half a face full of beard hair, and he'd it, still look great. Here's the goat tight end. All right, let's do, uh, let's, let's, let's do a 30. I mean, this is, this is a conference change. Can it be Bush Lattes? Because I don't know any other 30 packs other than that's, that. That's fine. Okay, so Bush Lattes okay. on this Tampa Bay Green Bay game. I'll take the Bucks straight up. Oh, I mean, we get straight up then? Yeah. No, no points? No points. Oh, my gosh. All right. You want the Packers? I want. Yes, I want the Packers. I think All the right. Packers and Chiefs are going to play in the State Farm Super Bowl. Bush Latte. Bush Latte, State Farm Super Bowl. You hear it now. Pete Sweeney, Dusty Likens. Again, a Latte 30 pack on the line. With Bucks and Packers. Pete Sweeney's got the Chiefs winning, though. 38-31 against the Bills. Not only that, make sure you get up bright and early tomorrow morning, 5 a.m., the Run It Back playoff show. Pete Sweeney, Dusty Likens, 610 Sports Radio. And then make sure that you just keep your TV on a news station. That news station, 41 Action News. You can see Pete Sweeney's face 
which should have a goatee on it if he lost, which he won't do it because he doesn't have the hog to do it against me, which I think he would look okay to do it if he would do it. But, again, we got you loaded. 5 a.m. starting tomorrow. Run it back. You got anything else you want to do today, Pete? Chief editor of Arrowhead Pride. Anything out there for you? Arrowheadpride.com. Keep it locked in, and I'll see you on the postgame show. And then tomorrow morning with you, 5 a.m. You have no time to sleep. I have no time to keep going. But when we come back, there's a couple of quarterbacks somewhere else. Plus, we get a little bit more into Andy Reid's legacy here on 610 Sports Radio on a championship Sunday here in Kansas City. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.